Wow. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk okay. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So Nancy Pelosi there saying Donald Trump comes down here on January. This was January 6th. If he comes down here where I am in the basement hiding out. She takes a drag on the Viceroy. <laughs> on the Viceroy. I'm going to punch him out. Go ahead. No, he comes. I'm going to punch him out. This is my mom. I've been waiting for this. For trespassing on the Capitol grounds. Uh, I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy, baby, says Pelosi. Baby, you couldn't punch your way out of a brown paper bag. Well, I was going to say something you can relate to. What's that? Tombstone, Doc Holliday. <laughs> I got one for each of you. So, <laughs> so Nancy, you're so you. drunk, which, one are, which Trump are you going to punch? <laughs> I think you're seeing double. <laughs> She's so She's an drunk. Idiot man. Which one are you going? She's what a horrible. You remember when she ripped up his speech, his State of the Union his She's speech? A horrible, and horrible person. She's a horrible. You know, God, so, what a wretch. Since we're on her, you know, <laughs> right? So to speak. That didn't sound right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> since we're discussing Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. You know this whole thing about how she and her husband are. Four, she's worth four hundred million dollars. Public on, servant <laughs> on a two hundred thousand dollars salary. Right, she's on worth four hundred million, and it's it's crazy that whenever there's a piece of legislation coming up that she's pushing really hard mm. and, and running through the system, her husband makes a bet on Wall Street on that particular company. Strange, what is a quinky dink. Isn't that weird that that goes on that that happens? No, they're scumbags. <laughs> they're on the take. <laughs> they're there to make money. They're not there to serve the public. No. They're there to make money mm-hmm. and to achieve some kind of weird celebrity, which she enjoys for some bizarre reason. Right. And she's a mediocre human being at best. Yeah. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing exceptional about her. No. Or any of them. Well, she's in that position because her husband has all that money. Yeah. And he writes the checks, and that position is just guaranteed to you. You buy it. Right, pretty much. And you buy the position. owned it for a long time. That's exactly right. And she's a scumbag. Yes, she is. Total. <laughs> and she smells like cheese. And vodka. <laughs> and Viceroy's. And ruin. <laughs> and age. So, speaking of January 6th, right? Oh, God. So, so, yesterday, yes. in order to take the attention off of the terrible economic numbers that came out yesterday. And what the Saudis were saying yesterday, too. Oh, boy. We'll get to that. Yes, we will. And so, in order to take the attention off that, the January 6th committee had another hearing, right? And it's all fake. It's kangaroo court, all made up. Scripted. Right. Totally. Obviously. And they they subpoenaed Donald Trump. (laughs) 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 Which is so funny, because Trump said, why why didn't you do it before? I mean, I'm happy to come talk to you anytime you want to talk. And and you said it earlier. I heard this when I was driving in. The last thing they want (laughs) is Donald J. Trump sitting there and talking to him. They don't want him across the way from No, they just want to subpoena him. They don't even have the legal authority to do so. He's got executive privilege. I I don't think they can actually do it. They can't. And they know that. Right. They know no, they can't actually do it. But see, so it's they make a, a big show out of it's it. It's kabuki. Yeah, and, and and it's all about midterms because they can't run on the border. They can't run on fentanyl. They can't run on crime. They can't run on the economy or gas prices. Our great international relationships. Oh boy, that's a big one today. And so no, so they've got Donald Trump and abortion. That's all they've got. <laughs> hey, speaking of abortion, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Whatever happened to the leaker story? Went away. Uh. Oh, I guess we'll just never know who leaked it. We won't ever know, will we? Maybe they're still working for the Supremes. Which, if you right, which if you remember, that's exactly what we said when it happened. Yeah. You and I both said we're never going to find out who the leaker no. is. No, 
They don't want to know. They well, first off, they already do know. Mm-hmm. The powers that be. They do. They knew the day it happened. They the day it happened. They were prepping for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing. No, it's gone away. Right. Nobody, a, nobody even asks about it anymore. It'll be in a book, John Roberts' book, after he's done. <laughs> Probably. So. So they've subpoenaed Donald Trump. Trump right. is like, okay, yeah, I'd sure. love to go down there and talk to them about how I called them on January 3rd, three days before, right? and I said to Nancy Pelosi, I said to the Capitol Police, and I said to Mario Bowser, who was the uh, mayor of D.C., uh, I'm more than happy to send you ten to 20,000 National Guard troops. <laughs> right. And to a person, they all said no. Now, if he was trying to overthrow the government and create a riot, would he be offering them 20,000 National Guard troops? He really sucked at it, if that's going to be his coup, is to <laughs> send it to almost 30,000 National Guardsmen. Wow. Might make that whole taking over the country thing a little more difficult. So what it, wow. what it led me to believe is, and just my thoughts, just my belief, that the whole thing was rigged, set up, and done by the Democrats in collusion with the swamp, meaning Department of Justice and the FBI, in the political class of the FBI in D.C. I think Tucker was right months ago when he showed those guys on TV, uh-huh. those guys, and said, these are FBI agents, and they're going, come on, let's go inside, follow me. Yep. And they were FBI agents undercover, and that this whole thing was put together in order to go after Donald Trump, and this whole committee well, was put together to go after Not him. only to go after Donald Trump, but also to open it up to go after you and me and anybody else who supported him or votes conservative or who is a political opponent. I mean, holy crap, just two years later, we are domestic terrorists. We are domestic terrorists. That's right. We, we are a threat That's right. to the existence of this country. That's what they say. And they're taking people down now mm-hmm. who voice those opinions. Right. They're left and right. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, the whole Alex Jones thing, I don't even like the guy at all. Let's talk about that. But that is part of this, in my opinion. It's, I, it's not about Alex. A, a, no, after you went off yesterday, I had some more thoughts about it. So, a million percent right on what you said yesterday. Right. And that, look, it's not about Alex Jones. It is about the rest of us in conservative media. But I took that beyond just media. I think that was a signal to anybody and right. everybody who doesn't toe the woke line yeah because this woke crap is everywhere oh god i was reading this morning that that there's a a certain dentists that are in practice right and joining a practice or whatever and the head of the practice says to these dentists if you want to work here and be a dentist in this practice you have to swear to these certain things and they're all woke things Ah, right right so the whole alex jones things while yes it's a media thing and it goes right at the first amendment but if if they can do it to media people, they can do it to Joe Friday working at a dentist place or working wherever. That's right. Anybody. Absolutely. Corporate America, you know, you want to keep your job, you want to work here. We have a bunch of medical students out of Minnesota who pledged beyond their Hippocratic Oath uh, all this woke stuff about equity and embracing indigenous healing processes or, or 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 traditions and against white men and against white men it's everywhere right so damn skippy that was a message to everyone so if you speak up if you exercise your first amendment rights right. it better be woke it better be a, right. a woke statement or you could end up paying a billion dollars it doesn't matter where you say it. I, I absolutely agree that was a message to everybody you're right I didn't take because I think the, the the broadcasters are kind of the first line absolutely. because because that's what he does. They want to come after us. They, oh, absolutely, yep. they do.
Uh, but it's yeah, it's everyone. Everyone's in this uh, in this tent right now. As Watch far what as you who, say. Who's a target? Who's a potential target? You know, if they'll drop a bunch of FBI agents with with long guns with automatic weapons around a pro-abortion or a pro-life activist with seven kids inside, damn Skippy, they'll come after you. And that's not again to say that Alex Jones was right by no, saying no, that. No. I think he's an ass. Well, and but what he said yesterday was, and I didn't hear what he his comments back in the day about Sandy Hook. Right, I right, right. So I don't know what he said about Sandy Hook. What he said yesterday, because I saw him say it, was. All I did was I called the whole thing into question two times. That's right, all I did. Right. So I don't know if that's true or not because I didn't hear his well, he original statement. He never down there. He never physically went there. This is stuff that this is content. What we would call from our perspective, it's content. It's his opinion. He he you know he questioned whether it was real, whether it actually happened, and then his audience are the folks. The folks who heard that are the ones who started harassing. Of the families. Well, and he said yesterday that Hillary took his statement and edited edited this, his statement to make it sound like he was saying, "Oh, this was all fake. It was all right, false. It right. wasn't real." But that's not what he said. Right. He said again, I didn't hear it, but he said in his original statements, "That's not what I said. What I said was, could this have been right, a? Right. Could that have been a? Could this be this, that, right. or the other?" Which is an opinion. It's all it is. Yeah, it's a que- an opinion in the form of a question. We do it every day. Every day. And uh, if that's the standard by which you are guilty to the tune of a billion freaking dollars. All of us. That's all of us, baby. You're mm-hmm. right. Absolutely right. So these are chilling times, man. Free speech is dead with that. It is. Do you have a sign on your front yard? No, I do not. Greg Abbott? I don't No, either. I don't. I don't have a sticker on my car. I have no political stickers. I enough. have yet to answer a poll. I, you know, yeah, I, I, Lori listens to the show, and she sends us emails. Right. She's Navy. And uh, she, she wrote one earlier this morning. She said, seeing these Beto signs is starting to freak me out. God help Texas. And, Lori, the reason you're not seeing Greg Abbott signs is because people don't want to get killed. Yeah. They don't want to be run over. There's I, a target I, I, on the back I, if you're you know, conservative. I wear ball caps every day of my life, okay? I have a Texas Texans for Trump hat. I've never worn it in public. Yeah. Because I don't want to get my ass kicked. Right. And that sucks. Right. Because I should be able to wear it. Anytime, anywhere. I should be able to wear whatever and say whatever I want to say. You know, obviously, you and I in this situation have certain restrictions because we don't own the microphones, right. you know, and when we have to pay attention to certain regulations. But our, our, we, you and I can both state for a fact we have never been told what to say on the air. No, sir. Not one time. Nope. Uh, and that's when and we would hit the back door if we were. It probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 but off the air, there's all kinds of stuff I won't say in public and mixed company. See, and that's the and thing. I hate that. Right, right. You won't put a sign in your yard, but the right. Beto people feel free because they didn't have a target put on their back right. by the president of the United States, resulting in a murder just a few weeks later. It's horrible, man. Quick break. More wearing Rima coming up at Lifestyles Unlimited, the real estate uh, group that's going to teach you their mentoring group, going to teach you how to invest in real estate. They have more than thirty years of experience and. They have been through every economic cycle in the world. You hear all about recession this and up and down that and whatever. Uh, You're hearing all kinds of stuff about the economy. Well, let me tell you something. You won't have to worry about that. You won't have to worry about the stock market. You won't have to think about 401k investment, what's it doing today, and all that. You don't have to worry about that when Lifestyles Unlimited shows you through FinancialFreedomLivestream.com how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties and start making money for yourself and your family. Lifestyles Unlimited is here for you, and they know how to teach you how to get this done right. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Promo code is where. W-A-R-E. 
All right, very warm weekend, mostly sunny and warm today in 89, 90 tomorrow, 89 on Sunday, but things are going to change on Monday. Cold front comes through, rain comes through, and much cooler next week. 71 now, KTSA. Good morning. I love the story that our San Antonio guy, the big diesel, tells about him that he got on the elevator. Shaq. I'm talking about Shaq. Shaq uh, Shaq lived in the same building with Stevie Wonder. And he got on the elevator, and the door opens up, and Stevie Wonder walks on the elevator by himself. Wow. Now, Shaq doesn't say a word. Right. Stevie Wonder goes, hey, big diesel. How's it going? I love that yellow shirt you're wearing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, um, Tulsi, we could just talk about Tulsi real quick. Yeah. Uh, she left the Democrat Party this week. A lot of talk about that, so on and so forth. And uh, yesterday she supplanted Mike Pence as number three. <laughs> to win the Republican nomination in 2024 for President of the United States. She's beloved right now by a lot of conservatives, and uh, I think secretly by a lot of Democrats. They're just not telling anyone. God, she's pretty. I'm sorry, I just said that. She's so pretty. Um, But but she's, you know, a rising star in a sense, uh, and she has been since she started going against the grain of this radical woke agenda uh, and, and just couldn't hang with the Democrats anymore. And again... I suspect there's more of them out there. They're oh, yeah. just not telling anybody. She's oh, yeah. telling everybody. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of moderates and uh, independents that don't like this woke crap and this far left stuff that's or, going on. Or even where the country's going, where the country right. is right now. Yeah, and the fact that uh, like they had people that confronted AOC last <laughs> night and were screaming at AOC about you know voting for nuclear war. Right. And br- they brought up Tulsi's name because yeah. Tulsi said they're a bunch of warmongers and we need to stop this before we do have a, a nuclear conflagration. So, no, she's, she's on top of the world right now. And I had told you what people in D.C. had whispered to me. Right. That they're testing Trump Tulsi for 2024, the the name. So that's what you're seeing here. Right. That's why you're seeing her well, rise so my fast. My wife brought that up the other day when she first announced. Yeah. She was like, well, what do you think about Trump and, and Tulsi Gabbard on the same ticket? I'm like, well, I'd vote for it. Well, see. The, if there was nothing else. That you know. would take care of all the people on the right that are the MAGA crowd that love Donald Trump. Uh-huh. But all the moderates and independents, she would bring them onto oh, the ticket. Oh, it'd be unbeatable in a sense. I would think so. Or even DeSantis and her, I think, would be an even better ticket. Oh, man, it'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'd be a great right, ticket. Let's talk about the AOC thing for a second. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. She has a town hall in her own district of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Like four people show up. Yeah, it's very empty. There's nobody there. Right. And there's a couple of protesters there, anti-war protesters, mm-hmm. and they were shouting her down. They were saying, you know, you you voted, you're voting for the support of this war in Ukraine. You're pushing us towards nuclear war. You're a coward. And she called them rude. Do you want to hear that? Yeah, let's hear it okay. real quick. Go ahead. Congresswoman, none of this matters unless there's a nuclear war, which you voted to send arms and weapons to Ukraine. Tulsi Gabbard, she's left the Democratic Party because there are hundreds of war hawks, okay? You originally voted, you ran as an outsider, yet you've been voting to start this war in Ukraine. You're voting to start a third nuclear war with Russia and China. Why are you playing with the lives of American citizens? You're playing with our lives. There will be no neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send yeah. money to Ukrainian Nazis. 
Now, what's interesting about that is she called them rude. She did. In December of 2020, she tweets, activists should be impolite. The whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. But last night, they were rude. And yeah, Tucker did this last night. He's showing all that, all those people. Right. And he said, now, in most things, we would not agree with those people. Right. That right. were standing up screaming like that right. in most things. But in this thing, they had it absolutely a million percent correct. And then he showed that tweet that you just read right, right, from right. AOC. So she's a hypocrite. Yeah, oh, She's a total absolutely. hypocrite, but they brought up Tulsi's name because the whole thing that Tulsi <laughs> is saying, I'm leaving them for all the right. hypocrisy mm. and all the transgender crap and everything else. But the main thing that she pointed out, these people are warmongers, and they have to be stopped before they start a nuclear war because that's where they're headed. They're trying. They're doing everything possible. I don't want to hear happen. about neocons in the Republican Party no, anymore. Well, it's the Democrats who are trying to start it right th- now. They're a threat against humanity at uh-huh. this point. Mm-hmm. Because nobody wins in that kind of a conflict. Mm-hmm. No, one, it's over. One way or the other. Did you get your potassium tablets yet? <laughs> Dude, I'm so well-preserved. <laughs> me, Keith Richards, and the cockroaches will be only, the only critters left. And Willie. And Willie. All right, back in a minute. More Wearing Rhyme at KTSA. <laughs> Funky Friday with the Commodores. Yeah. She's night to night Just letting it all hang out. Brick. Thirty-six, twenty-four, thirty-six. I like me to stack, and that's a fact. Ain't holding nothing back. What'd you say? I said I'm more like 38, 24, 38. Is that what it is? That's what I like. (laughs) Sorry. So, I'm old enough to remember that... <clears throat> Representative Adam Schiff a couple of years ago oh, God. was impeaching Donald Trump, and he said this. The framers of our Constitution worried then, as we worry today, that a leader could come to power not to carry out the will of the people that he was elected to represent, but to pursue his own interests. They feared that a president could subvert our democracy by abusing the awesome power of his office for his own personal and political gain. Whoa. And that was all based on the phone call that Donald Trump made, which was a perfect phone call, to Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, and saying, hey, we got this information here on the Bidens and corruption in Ukraine, and Ukraine has been corrupt now for hundreds of years, fought over for hundreds of years, been a place for money laundering that uh, that the politicians have laundered money through there to put in their own pockets for years. Right. And I believe, certainly, that one of their corrupt acts was working with uh, Hunter Biden. Well, Joe Biden admitted to it on camera. Yes, and we're yes that he strong armed them with our aid. That's with right, federal aid. He admitted to it on camera, right? As vice president, mm. uh, because they had Barisma had employed Hunter and paid him eighty seven thousand dollars a month, a million dollars, to be a consultant on oil and gas, and he didn't know <laughs> the first thing about oil and gas, right? Right. Uh, except whatever comes out of the crack pipe, <laughs> and so um, so. There was an investigation that was launched, and Joe Biden flew over there and said, if you want the billion dollars, then you're going to call off this investigation. And, quote, son of a bitch, they called off the investigation, and they got their billion dollars, and he admitted to it. Right. So he did strong arm them. Uh, so Donald Trump called and said, we need to investigate their involvement over there and all that. <clears throat> well, so immediately, you know, he's impeached for for um, his own political gain, his own personal uh. and political gain, as Adam Schiff said. So let's fast forward to now. And both of us are old enough to remember that in 2018, we were a net petroleum exporter. Mm-hmm. We That was the first time since 1949 
Donald Trump's policies. Prices were lower across the board. We had 1.2% inflation instead of 9%, right? And we had uh, everything was cheaper. Groceries were cheaper and everything because the entire economy hinges on the price of oil, right? OPEC and the Saudis are not our friends. OPEC was developed back in the 70s in order to try to kill our oil industry. That's right. what's the whole point of OPEC back then. They're not our friends. And Donald Trump and his policies, because we were drilling, baby drilling, and we were producing and exporting, we were in a position here where the price of oil was $64 a barrel instead of now well over 90 to 100. Right. It bounces back and forth. The price at the pump was right around 2 bucks a gallon. Two bucks a gallon. Yes, sir. And food was much cheaper, and everything else was much yeah. cheaper because we were a net exporter, and we had cheap energy and all that kind of stuff. It was really, really great. And everybody was living in peace. Remember, peace was breaking out in the world because of it. He was brokering deals with uh, people who had been enemies for centuries. Because we had the strength of having a strong economy and the amount of money that we were making off the oil. We had the well, strength. We had and power. they also knew that he was a strong president who yeah. meant what he said. Mm-hmm. And if he said it, he would do it. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, Num Nuts becomes president. And he gets in there, and he gets in touch with the Saudis because he kills American domestic production. Yeah. Kills it. So he gets in touch with the Saudis, and they won't take his calls. This is beginning <laughs> back in March. They won't take his calls. Won't the even American answer the phone. president. That's yeah. right. And so he gets on the plane. That was March. He gets on the plane in August and goes over there with the fist bump, you know. And comes out, and that was a horrific failure, okay, because OPEC said no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just no. And so... And Russia's part of that. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Russia's in It's OPEC yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah. It's OPEC Plus, and Russia's in there. So they said no. And so he uh, he now is facing a slaughter in the midterms. So he starts threatening once again, just like he did with Ukraine. He starts threatening, well, we're going to cut off diplomatic ties with Saudi God. Arabia, and we're going to not sell our arms to you, and so wow. on and so forth. So Saudi yesterday said, okay, let me tell you what the meeting was. He came in here and he said, I just need you to produce enough to keep prices down until the midterms. I don't give a crap what happens with the prices after the midterms. Don't make the cut for a month is what they say he said. That's right. And why would they lie about that? No, they're not lying yeah. about it. He it definitely, in my view, definitely went in there and he, he was broke. He was doing to them what he did to, Vla- to Volodymyr Zelensky. And what in they claim Trump did but didn't. Correct. You know, it's such a bunch of crap. And so, where's the impeachment on him? Because he happen. actually did it. No, it's not going to happen. No. So they impeached Donald Trump several times for stuff he absolutely didn't do. Correct. Uh, they they want to subpoena him on this show committee about his supposed engineering of the January 6th insurrection, which it wasn't, when the man had asked to, to place 25,000, if I got that number right? 20,000. Uh, 20,000 National Guardsmen in D.C. Mm-hmm. to prevent any kind of insurrection. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, and he was, I mean, I can't even remember all the things he was impeached for. Right. None of which, in, in his own words, all of it turned out to be BS. Right. And it was. And that this guy has been brokering, has been strong arming countries mm-hmm. to protect his family and mm-hmm. his corruption for a long time. You got and it. he went to the Saudis and said, hey, can you put that cut off for a month until after the election? After the midterms, which is for his own personal political exactly. gain. That's why I read the Adam Schiff quote. Right. Because Adam Schiff said about Trump, 
exactly what uh, yeah. Joe Biden did for his own personal political exactly gain. what it is. He goes to the Saudis and says, hold off till November 8th. Adam Schiff is a toilet brush. Of course he is. Hold off till after November 8th, then you can raise the prices, and you I do don't care how want. high right. it goes. I got nothing else to win. $10, $12, $15 a barrel or, or a gallon. I really don't care. Because he the... cares about the American people, See, right? And that's the thing. This is solvable, Sean. That, that's why I brought up the prices when Donald Trump, when we were net exporter in, in 2018, that's why I brought that up, because none of this is necessary. No. We could open the caps, open the spigots tomorrow, yeah. and the price would start to go down. But he's at war with the American people. He doesn't like you. He is trying to destroy this country from within. I'm serious about that. He's trying to destroy it while also preserve his own power and the power of his party. Because they want to be the run, the ones ruling over the ruins. Well, of course. You know what I mean? But, but as he, as he uh, reigns over this whole destroying the country, I believe he's compromised by China. China is there to fill the void. So yeah. if, if, if he brings down the United States, China fills the void, and his family is set forever. Yeah. Well, they all are. Huh? They all The power elite, mm-hmm. as Tulsi Gabbard refers to them. They're, they're all fine you know they're not gonna have to suffer any of this and she knows that that's why she bailed yeah she knows the inner workings of all this soul well yeah <laughs> yes of course and she's a patriot of course who put her own who, who signed up to fight for this country mm-hmm. so she's got a real decent understanding of freedom yeah and uh basically saying that which we've been saying for a long time that when the democrats are not in power it's fight the man fight the man fight the man except for when they're in power, right? Then it's don't question the man. So the Saudis proved yesterday, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he should be impeached. But he's not going to be. He's no, just not going to be. No. Maybe after November eighth, I kind of doubt it. Even then, but we'll see. Um, just let's touch on Troy Aikman real quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Aikman just found out he's not working for Fox anymore. He's working for Disney. Right. That's what God. happened here. Because he. Oh, is that really? Of course it is. That's exactly what this is. Had he ah. still been on Fox and said. Let's take the dresses off. He wouldn't have heard a word about it. Sure, there might be a little chirping here and there, but he wouldn't have been forced to apologize. He works for Disney now. This is his what? Oh, come on. This is like his fourth or fifth game calling for ABC, right. which is Disney. Oh, And he makes no. a comment that's anti-woke. Let's t- tell them to take the dresses off. And you know the big boys down the hall. Or I'm sorry, are they girls? Anyway, <laughs> the do non, they have dre- big the boys non, with dresses the on? non-binary beings who <laughs> make up upper management. At Disney. Uh, called him, you know it, and said, you will apologize. <laughs> you know it. That's got to be it. It's got to be it. He just found he out what it's out. like to work for them and not Fox. He's Troy Aikman. Right. Of course. He couldn't get a gig someplace else? That's the only thing I can't stand is when people who don't really have to apologize apologize. I, that drive, drive me nuts, man. You should never apologize for it, and, I, I and especially apo- that. I only apologize for stuff I actually did. My you know, God. I don't. I don't apologize for stuff that I say or my opinions or any of that crap. But doesn't it go back to the whole Alan Jones conversation we yeah, had? Yes, it does. If you say something that's you know, oh boy, out of line, we're facing a billion dollar fine. You better go apologize. Oh God, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the message is out. I remember uh, we were owned by CBS when the Janet Jackson nipple thing happened, right? <laughs> Nipplegate. Right, which happened to be on CBS. Right, right. And so we were owned by CBS. And, man, you talk uh, about clamp down. Right. We got a memo every 10 minutes. Clamp it down. Don't say this, don't say that. Because they were fined so heavily. Right. And that's it. Everybody shut up. I was working for Cumulus, and I did a really dirty late-night show. 
uh, until that happened. Did they crash on you too? <laughs> yes, they did. did they we really were signing new practices and standards forms every day. Us too. We had to go. On, we had to watch them on. On the computer. Oh, God. We had to watch all that stuff on the computer. Man Cow was going on his morning show reading his grandmother's recipes. And he's not, even, he's not even doing it anymore. No. He's, no, out. he's out. He's out. For the same reason. But he was big then. He was and, very big then. And that's why Stern left CBS right. and went over to Sirius because, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to play that game. So. Right. We'll see where it all goes, but he just had his first lesson of working for Disney and not for I Fox. just think it sucks that he did it, it, it Really? Is that a wussy? Hey, take your dress off, Troy. <laughs> and your panties, too. Right back in a minute. More wearing rhyme with KTSA. A quarter of us. 55 KTSA. Sunken Gardens Theater, 1979. It was war. All my friends, day is it? Uh, what day? I got lost in the song. <laughs> what, what day is it? It's Friday. Oh, why did see, you ruin my day? See how you are. I was in such a good mood. Oh, stop. Yeah, tomorrow's your anniversary. It's going to be a good weekend for you. I'm ready. Uh, let's see here. It's National Chocolate Covered Insects Day. <laughs> you ever had a chocolate covered bug? Uh, no. The only time I ever ate chocolate covered insects is when I lived in Austin. Because them hippies love eating chocolate-covered ants and spiders and stuff. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with those guys up there? I have no what idea. What is wrong with them? Yeah. I, now, I've eaten bugs before because I ride a motorcycle. <laughs> but that's not intentionally. No. I actually bought myself a bag of chocolate-covered ants once. Oh, no, you yes, didn't. Yes, I did. You it did? It was in that little store on Congress Avenue my kid and I Why used to go to. Why would you do that? I had one. I'm like, that's the most disgusting <laughs> crap I've ever... There's a reason we don't eat those kinds of bugs. Right. Or any bugs. I, I eat other kinds of bugs because technically crawfish and you know crabs are kind of like sea bugs. But anyway, so it's uh it's be bald and be free day. There you go. I'm telling you, if I can get skinny enough, though, so my wife will be assuaged. I'm gonna shave my head, man. Bald is sexy. I, I love wearing a having a bald head. It's less uh less conditioner. <laughs> um, <laughs> Save on condition. It does take a little bit of work because you got to get one of them shaver things. To yeah, do. but that's otherwise you got the Ben Franklin but ring. It's kind of interesting. It's it gives you something to do every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's World Egg Day. Yolks love, on you. I love eggs. You love eggs. I do love eggs. Man. I gotta be in the mood. I like I like chicken fried steak and eggs, and mm-hmm. then I like them sunny side up and runny. I'll eat eggs all day long, but I don't like scrambled eggs, and I don't do breakfast tacos. Mm. <laughs> It's almost like there's a chicken right here in the room, isn't it? <laughs> and finally, my favorite, my hero of my whole life. Me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you're my a, day. You're a close second. Oh. Spider-Man Day. Oh, is it really? It's Spider-Man Day. I'm right. a lifelong Spider-Man fan. Spider-Man actually was created in the year 1967, the year I was born. Get out. So he and I are the exact same age. I'll be. And uh, I collected the comic books through the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. I still got them in a big box. Have you ever been able to shoot slimy stuff out of your wrist? Not since the 80s. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. I haven't either. Magic mushrooms. I would boy. like to be able to They'll do that. they make you see all kinds of weird crap. Seriously. No. I knew I had a few ex-girlfriends that could do that. Slimy but, um, and gooey. and Climb up the walls. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Does whatever a spider can. See you. I don't know the word. 
Hey, did he ever get woke? Like we had the story no. this week about how Superman got woke and no, well, turned gay. Here's what they've done, and this is where I kind of checked out of the comic book world, yeah. okay, is that they came up with something called a multiverse, which has been in the movies. Oh, right. That's what it is. Uh, so no. in the comic books now, because they actually stopped publishing The Amazing Spider-Man, which was his signature comic, uh, about six or seven years ago. Uh-huh. The last Spider-Man. And then they, what they, they did is they had created four or five additional Spider-Men that live in different dimensions. Oh, God. So you got a young black kid who's a Spider-Man. You got a girl Spider-Man. Uh, you probably got a gay Spider-Man at some point. Uh, so A transgender Spider-Man. They, right. They still have the original Spider-Man, but now he's in one universe, and he's like an older guy. He's middle-aged. Oh, so stupid. And so it kind of got all over the... So, in other words, w- the way they got around changing the original Spider-Man was to open it up to the existence of additional Spider-People. Yeah. So now there's, they call it the Spider-Verse. How stupid. And I, that's where I kind of checked out. <laughs> really yeah, stupid. Kinda, well, because the whole Spider-Man mythos yeah. was pretty simple. Okay, he's a nerd. Right. He's As an adult, he's broke. He's a struggling photographer. Right. He lives in a crappy apartment. Yeah. And he's Spider-Man. Yeah, of course. You know, well, that was the story. And that makes him cool. Yeah. This cool, this nerd becomes cool. Yeah, when he puts on the uniform, Absolutely. He's, he's funny. He's, it's just stupid that they're doing that. now it's just gone all over the place. Well, that's what Although we're... Although the, the last movie was very good. So listen, that's what we were talking about, where woke touches stuff, it ruins it, right? Well, it does. We were talking about how woke has grabbed Disney and, you know, just sucks. And, uh, and oh, the NFL. The NFL's all woke now, and yeah. it's having all these woke troubles and everything. Anything that the school system... Anything that woke touches well, just goes I to hell in a handbasket. I ain't woke, and you ain't woke. And no. we, this ain't no damn woke show, and ne- it ain't never going to be no never. damn woke show, Ever, man. ever, ever. We don't do woke on this uh, program, No man. way. You can find me a billion. Back, <laughs> back in a minute. You can find Trey a billion. <laughs> <laughs> More Warren Ryman coming up, KTSA. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys up. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, the economic numbers came out yesterday, the inflation numbers. And as we figured, the inflation gone through the roof, right? No. So, no. you know, Numbnuts says that... <laughs> Numbnuts. <laughs> I bet they are pretty numb, too. Sorry. <laughs> Numbnuts says... Um, well, the same guy, you know, I drove an 18 wheeler. I, I freed Nelson Mandela. Right. I marched in Civil War, Civil whatever, Civil Rights. Right, right. And my son died in Iraq, by right, the way. Right, right. War right. hero. <clears throat> he said inflation is at 2%. Right. It's not, <laughs> right? No, it's like almost 9%, and some would 9%. say it's even higher. In fact, CPI data for September showed 13% annual jump in the co- no, no. cost of groceries. It's, champ, it's, it's four times two, okay, yeah. so I'm correct. Oh, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 20% jump in energy prices, 6.6% in uh, housing. Um, <clears throat> when he took office, Donald Trump had inflation at 1.4%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what this means is, well, okay, first of all, what it means is uh, what you pay at the grocery store and everywhere else in your life is much more expensive since Donald, since, uh, Donald Trump left office and, and Joe Biden became the president. For example, shelter is up almost 7%. New vehicles up almost 10%. Fruits and vegetables almost 11%. Bread almost 15%. 
Uh, public transportation, 28%. Health insurance, 28% in one year. Um, so you're looking at all this stuff, and he's going, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's really not there. This is not reality. We're, we're not. This is not it. So he doesn't live or deal in reality. He just no. doesn't. He lies about everything. It, this is this is reminiscent of who he is. This just hit me Hello. right here. I'm Tommy Flanagan, and I'm a member of Pathological Liars Anonymous. <laughs> He's already more honest than the president. <laughs> Pathological Liars Anonymous. John Lovitz. I am also the official spokesman for NBC. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ah, who am I kidding? I'm the owner of NBC. <laughs> and I've no. been asked to clear up some of those ugly, uh, beautiful rumors about Saturday Night Live. Now, as you know, the ratings have been uh, uh, astronomical. <laughs> Through the roof. Why, better than the world's... Uh, the super... The Cosby Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. We're neck and neck with the Cosby Show. Unless we pulled ahead. Yeah. Because they had a 54 share. And we had a 9. D9. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's great, man. That's your president right there. That's true. Oh, man. Well, but the insidious part of it is it, it, this is the Orwellian nightmare. They're rewriting history and reality on a daily basis depending on what they require. So inflation's at 2%. 2%. 2%. Two, 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 that's half, the ticket. Half of 2%. <laughs> I think about love. It's every time the guy talks. You know, Because I... Uh, yeah, I drove 18 wheelers across the country. <laughs> and I was working at a lumber mill in Boise, Idaho. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> you know, I once had a friend named Nell Sun Mandela. And I worked very hard to get him out of jail. That's the ticket. Kiki Freeman did more to get Nelson Mandela out of jail than Joe Biden ever did. You, you people here think you had a bad time with a hurricane. My house almost burned down. My house did burn down. <laughs> the whole town burned down. <laughs> here, here we go again. We did this the other day. Oh, wow. So anyway, uh, talking about inflation real quick, I don't sure. want to get bogged down in numbers and all no, that but stuff. Lay the numbers out on No, us. no, I don't want to yeah, do that. Least, but something. I do want to talk about Social Security. Social Security. Because okay. Social Security, the, the people on Social Security are going to get a big bump because of inflation. Right, right. right. So it benefits people who are retirees on Social Security for now. The problem with this is what's going on is, you know, it's a pay-as-you-go. There's no Social Security account that they take out of your check and put into an account, and that money's waiting for you right, when you turn right. 62 and a half. It's not how it works. We're paying for retirees right now. So the money comes out of our check, and it goes to them. Right. That's how it works. So um, the problem with this is they got a big bump on Social Security, 8.7% cost of living increase. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Problem is, we, our salaries, the people who are working right now, our salaries are not keeping up right. with inflation. Mm-hmm. So as I've been telling you, unless you got an 8.5% increase, you're going in the hole every month. So you, Right, right. Unless right, you got yeah, an 8.5% raise, you're going in the hole every month. Right. Which means Social Security is going in the hole every month. Right. So we're not paying, we don't have people paying enough into Social Security. 
the baby boomers was the largest segment of people to come through in terms of numbers to come through the United States of America. Well, they're all retiring now, right? Right, right. And starting to draw down on Social Security. And the group behind them, the millennials and the Zs and the Xs and the Ys and the Gs and all that <laughs> stuff, they are uh, the, the smallest numbers of people. So you have fewer people paying for a large population known the largest known as the baby boomers you got that yeah without the salaries to be able to do it so enjoy that 8.5 percent cost of living increase social security recipients that you're getting now because everything behind is not going to work it, the, the numbers just will not work so it just won't when we're ready to draw down on that well, good you're, luck you're, on you're seeing a, it there actually a boomer you kind of got on the on the tail end i'm yeah. generation x yeah uh, uh, it'll be there sort of for us, but the generation Y and Z, you better put away for your own be retirement. Screwed, man. Yeah. Seriously, seriously. I'm serious. You know, I wrote a poem about this where I'm, uh, I'm I'm interacting with this young guy at a convenience store who's kind of snotty, and I'm like, yeah, well, you know what, man? When you're my age, <laughs> Social yes. Security's gonna be a dream. The two best poems you ever wrote were the King of San Antonio <laughs> and you. the one about uh, my son riding across the sky. I do, nobody has seen that one yet. Oh, I'm second. sorry. No, no, no. It's yeah, fine. I'm not supposed it's to mention be, that. No, you can, of course. Okay, but I did write a follow up to that poem, which will be in the new book when that comes out. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, can't uh, wait to get it. Uh, Kathleen Ann Hudson out of uh, Shriner is going to do a forward for me. So once I get that from her, then I'll I'll put it in there. Then we'll release the book. A great poem. Well, thank it you. Broke out in tears on well, that day. Well, since we're talking about it, I mean, it was, it was yeah. basically, it was about your son and meeting kind of my dad and brothers in heaven, and your boy kept gunning his engine <laughs> and causing all the fish to jump off my dad's fish line. That's right. And it's like, hey, they were you? trying to fish. Right, in heaven. Right? Yeah. And say, can you tell him to stop gunning his engine on my old man's boat? Yeah. The crabs keep dropping off the line. And so the one, was, the king of San Antonio, was your, you wrote that after his funeral. Yeah. It was just yeah. awesome about riding yeah. off with a fist in the air and all that. Right. Still gets me to this day. Yeah. So let's do this. Um Don, can you ready cut one, please? So you know politicians, right? You know how They're they are. Scum. They're scum. And, and you know, you know, woke world, right? right? The worst thing you could be. You and I laugh about this all the time, but it's true. Uh, the worst thing you can be in America today is a white male. Yeah, white straight male. Yeah. Well, there you go. White straight. White you straight little, male. You get a little slack if you're gay and straight, uh, white, but right. if you're a white straight male, you suck. You're horrible. <laughs> you are pond scum. You're the worst piece of crap in the universe. So last night they're having the debate for mayor of Los Angeles, right? <laughs> right. And there's two people going. I think it's an African American woman and a guy by the name of Rick Caruso. Right. So this is how that went last night. And this question goes for the both of you. The next mayor of Los Angeles will be either an African-American woman or a white man. I'm Italian. Italian-American. Thank you. That's Latin. Thank you. Latin. Did she just do an accent? Yeah. He says... Italian-American. Yeah. So so he says, she says, you know, uh, you're going to be a white man or an African-American woman. He said, no, I'm Italian. That's Latin. That's Latin. I'm a Latin. I'm not. I'm not a white man. Don't call me a white man. I don't. No, they I don't want to be a white man. Latin at one point. But that, wow. I don't want to be a white man. I, you know. I don't. Let's hear that again. Thank you. That's Latin. Thank you. So he's not a white guy. No, no. He's Italian. Don't call me he's a white Bizarre. guy. Yeah. 
Suddenly. You a white dude, He's man. a white dude going against a black chick. That's who he is. You're a pinky ring wearing white guy, That's man. what he is. And and But don't call me a white guy because, man, I, phew, That's bad. People won't. In Los Angeles, people won't vote for a white guy. Not going to happen. If you're Italian, you're white. <laughs> well. Okay, you just sort of are. You're a white dude. You're a white dude. <laughs> wow, that's amazing, so man. The, so the other piece of sound I want you to hear is cut two, and this is my president. Uh, I can't wait for him to be president. The Parkland shooter oh, yeah, was yeah. given his Senate yesterday, and uh, one holdout. It had to be anonymous, all 12 jurors. Well, we were listening to it on the oh, air were you really? a little bit, playing some of it live, and uh, it went on, and we were like, oh, he's got the death penalty for sure. That's why when I heard, because then I had to leave, you know, the show was over, I left, and I didn't hear any more about it, and I was shocked to hear that he didn't get life. He got well. Got he got life. Or, uh, he didn't, didn't get, get the, the death, death penalty. penalty. Right, right, right. <laughs> One juror ah. held out. Said she said she just couldn't do it. The other guy that was shocked about it and not too happy about it, the governor of the state in which this case was tried, and that's Governor Ron DeSantis. Here he is. I think that uh, if you have a death penalty at all, uh, that that is a case where you're massacring those students with premeditation. Uh, and utter disregard for basic humanity, that you deserve the death penalty. And so the jurors came back. Uh, apparently it was 11 to 1 with one holdout refusing to authorize uh, the ultimate punishment. And that means that uh, this killer is going to end up uh, getting a same sentence of people who've committed bad acts, but acts that did not rise to this level. I just don't think anything else is appropriate uh, except the capital sentence in this case. And so I was very disappointed to see that. I'm also disappointed that we're four and a half years after these killings and we're just now getting this. You know, they used to do this. He would have been executed in six months. He's guilty. Everybody knew that from the beginning. And yet it takes years and years in this legal system that is not serving the interests of victims. Two things I want to point out real quick. First of all, <laughs> That's my president. He, <laughs> yeah. he, you know, he should have been dead years ago. They, right, they should right, have executed right. this guy years ago. He deserves execution, and that should have happened within six months of the trial. Amen to that over and over again. But do you see the contrast between Ron DeSantis and the other white politician out in Los Angeles, the white guy who's not even proud to be a white guy? You know, no, 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 go. I'm an Italian. Can you ever imagine the guy in Los Angeles saying what Ron DeSantis no, said? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. In fact, had he gotten the death sentence, they would have been saying the opposite. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's so uh, promote. It's it's medieval. We got to stop this. You know, the and, contrast between the two is well, amazing. Yeah, well, that's the contrast between a guy like DeSantis and pretty much any politician in in L.A. in in L.A. Well, in 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 uh, in, uh, in California, probably in the country, in the country, because um, he says it as it is. He speaks the truth. It was a very weird thing because, again, you know, they have two things to consider, mitigating factors and aggravating factors. Mm -hmm. And the aggravating factors are, well, he was soulless, he purposefully did this, he was cruel. Mitigating factors are, well, maybe he was insane, you know. And, and as I was listening, every, they went through every victim and said aggravating supersedes mitigating. Aggravating supersedes mitigating. And I'm pretty sure I got that right. So there was one person. Because it's got to be unanimous. Right. One person said the opposite. She said she just could not vote to kill a human being right, or something right, like that. Right. But, you know, bottom line is, it was, as DeSantis said, it was all premeditated. Yeah. You have Obviously. the death penalty. You have the death penalty for this. 
purpose. This is why you have it. And you've got other people that are getting the same sentence as this guy who did not kill anybody. It right, didn't make right, it. Right, makes right, no right. sense. Life in prison. Right. 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 No. It makes absolutely no sense. And he should have been dead four years ago. Had it been Texas, uh, well, <laughs> we wait too long too. Wow, well, yeah. But I but can't wait for him to get that long. <laughs> I can't wait for him to move into sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, which is where he belongs. Santa's. Absolutely. Back in a minute, more wearing rhyme coming up. KTSA. Ricky James, son. I want some of that funk stuff. I do. Rick James was the master of funk. Oh, yeah. Him and Bootsy Collins, they right. lay it down, they throw it down. All right, let's get into it because you saw something and you immediately went, no. Well, I can't say exactly what you said. <laughs> no. Well, I'm, you know, I, I probably spend more time on Facebook during the show than any other time because I'm, I'm constantly cruising looking for stuff to talk about. And I come across this picture that's, you know, got the sensitive content screen over it. This photo may show violent or graphic content. And you can either see the photo or learn more. And I'm always curious when I see that. So I, I this is from, a friend of mine posted this, so I click see photo. There is a picture of a cowboy on a horse with a calf across the saddle. The calf is alive. And it says, for God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example, and you must follow in his steps, First Peter 2.21. Uh, the picture, obviously, is of someone rescuing a calf in the snow. It's not the calf isn't hogtied. It's, you know, because I'm trying to figure out why Facebook would flag that. There's nothing graphic in the photo. The scripture. And it's a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. It's the scripture. It's the scripture. Mm-hmm. Because the photo, there's nothing no. violent or graphic about the photo. No, it's the scripture. The fact that the scripture says you may have to suffer. They're showing, they're now they're now blocking, not blocking, but they're tag- flagging mm-hmm. as graphic com- uh, content mm-hmm. Bible verses. Yes, they are. And, thank- and people are reacting because I posted it. I want to see if they did the same thing when I posted it. Of course, they did. And now people are sharing it right. uh, all, all over the place. And uh, it, it's pathetic. Well, it, it is pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. That some jackass in Silicon Valley is sitting in front of a keyboard. Yeah. Well, I guess they probably have automatic programs that flag stuff like that. No, well, uh, yes and no. Right, Sometimes right. they do it, but it's it's all over the country, and it's with, with not only uh, scripture and just just the most insane thing you can imagine, but they do it with so many other things. You know, we got all these stories about how they uh, got rid of the Hunter Biden laptop right, right, story. Right. All these things they are totally about censorship. And for companies, the big tech companies, saying that they're all about the First Amendment, the hell they are. No. They're not even close to being about it. They're the opposite. Totally. They're at war with the First Amendment. They really are. They are. They want to control and be the gatekeepers of the conversation of America. That's who they are. And it's big media and it's our own government. Of course. Working in tandem, in concert. I'm glad you brought that up. So, you remember a few days ago I was telling you about PayPal. Everybody, you, you, you used to make money off PayPal with your books. Right, right. A lot of people... Not anymore. Yeah. Right. A lot of people pay their bills through PayPal or whatever. Right. And PayPal came along a few days ago, and they said, if you spread misinformation or 
post stuff that we disagree with, like your friend's uh, meme there, right, right. then we're going to take, automatically deduct, $2,500 per violation out of your account. $2,500, man. So what got me on that was the word and the term that they used, misinformation. Okay. And I brought that up when the story broke. I said, huh, I wonder if they're in cahoots with the government because, if you remember... Alejandro Mayorkas got that little girl, you know. Crazy check, right, and, right. And made her the minister of misinformation. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, and people screamed and yelled. Yeah. And sort of. But same word. Under, right, right. That PayPal used. Right. So I'm thinking, are, are they discussing this? Are they working with the government what? on this would it shock you so no so daryl isa congressman republican congressman he now has written a letter to paypal and he's demanding paypal tell him and and the american people if they've had any conversations with anybody in the government about this program where they're going to start deducting money out of your out of your account for spreading quote misinformation which is a government used word Uh and here's where it goes from there so right now they're covering it up. They're cover up the whole the, the meme, the yeah, meme, the and right. all that Graphic stuff. Right? Content, right, right. Or they cancel you if you say something or whatever. But now they're taking it a step further, where if you say something that they don't agree with, they're now going to fine you. They're going to just take money out of your account. Parallel that with the fact that the federal government has changed the banking rules to where if you move 600 bucks from one account to another, you get flagged and have right. to make out a report. It all kind of fits together, doesn't it? So it's not just getting canceled or it's not just getting your right. meme covered up. Oh, now it's going to cost you money. Now they're going to start going after your money. Now it's going to cost you money. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Isn't that crazy? It's an evolution. So, re- eventually they want to have it. I would I guarantee you they want to have a social score like uh, they do in China and other places where if you don't measure up, it's something that just comes out of your account every month. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? If they take it directly out of your account, it's like when people pay their bills directly out of their mm-hmm. account. What's the one thing that you become used to? Not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, like your taxes. Like, like taxes. Like your taxes. If you had to pay your taxes in a lump sum every year. Every month. I've Every said, month. I, I, I've said that for years. Yeah. That what you should, all of us should have to do. We got a, a full paycheck every two weeks. Right. We got a full paycheck, but at the end of the month, you have to write them a check for taxes. I guarantee you the tax bill would start to go down in this country because there'd be a revolution. There would be. You'd have but, a fight in the streets. It just flies out the account. You and never nobody see miss it. it. You never miss it. And then you also have this false idea that you're getting something <laughs> when you get your return, <laughs> right. but you're not. Yeah. Well, so, check this out. Think about that. So you, you, you live without that money for a year right. until April 15th, right? right? Right. And then they're going to send it back to you at some point after April 15th. But they've already made twice the money because they've made all the interest on it. Exactly. They've had it in an account you're, accruing interest. You're getting screwed. It just doesn't seem that way. So if they could if they could evolve that to this equity stuff and this social justice stuff and just lift it right out of your account, baby, they will do it in a heartbeat. So here's the theme of the show this morning. It goes right back to that whole idea 
of if you say something they don't want you to say, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you big yeah. time. One Alex, way or the other. Uh, Alex Jones, a billion dollars? A billion dollars. You, if you say something they don't want you to say, it's $2,500 each time you say something they don't right. want you to say. Right. And all that is is a chilling effect. It's like uh, Joe Biden saying that MAGA Republicans are a threat to democracy. So MAGA Republicans are keeping their mouth shut, man. They're not putting signs up. And they're not putting, I, I'm on. one of them. So, right. And I hate it. Right. And so you're thinking about this. People are going to say, well, I'm not going to say squat. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because it's going to cost me 2500 bucks." That's what they want. That's if, what if, they if, want. If, if November gets screwed over somehow, either people don't 